and excuse the opening deep voice that I use, but a running bit is my radio voice. Feel free to make fun of it. Live your fucking wildest dreams right now, Shai. Thank you. Can I put that in the show? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you actually can. Here we are, and welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We will not be asking my sisters, and definitely not me, because no one ever asked me how I'm doing, because we're going to cut straight to our guest, the newest member of our family, whether she likes it or not. You've heard us talk about her many times, because we're just fans. Um, Actor, singer, songwriter, comedian, influencer, if you may recall from our influenced video that Becky and I did where we drank the Olipop. The legendary Jackie Tone. Jackie Tone, welcome to the Friday Night Movie. Wow, wow, wow. You guys, thank you so much. It feels like I'm not clapping for myself. I'm clapping for that stellar intro. And also, I want to say in the future, and this is for everybody who also has a podcast who's listening, if I can trouble you in the future to always lead with influencer, the most important thing about me. <laughs> okay. We are we- heavily influenced by you, so we agree. Yeah. It is funny because I um I hashtag everything anytime I post something for a company because and I don't I don't get paid I've never been paid to do any of that stuff by the way would love to <laughs> I'm not saying I like don't do it because whatever like, so like no people to send me stuff that I like and I'm just like oh I want to post that like this company it's generally like indie brands women run brands and I'm just like oh hell yeah I like this thing and so I want to post about it and I can't tell you the amount of message every time I do it the I'm. Like I, I posted, some guy sent me a mask and it saved me over the pandemic. It was the best mask. And I'm just a very effusive New York Jew. And I'm like, I posted a thing. I'm like, it's breathable. It's washable. You can fit a filter. It's adjustable. It's the best fabric. And I like was going on about it, like turning into my mother. And I, I'm telling you, I, I sold thousands. But I, I didn't mean to. I just that's was like, nice of you, though. I just, like, well, but I just was like, you. and the guy was like a random dude who like made these masks and they happen to be, and every company was like gifting you these shitty ones where you're like, it's like a suit brand. So they use their fabric to make a mask. Well, I don't want to wear a mask when I have a suit. <laughs> this was a, ter- this was a flawed plan. <laughs> I mean, that must feel so good because nothing drives me crazier than when I recommend something to people and they don't follow the recommendation. You know, I got to like, tell you something a little bit about me. I give a shit. You make your own bed, honey. If I give you a good recommendation and you don't follow it, I, whoops, I had the, the ear without the mic in. Very smart. I couldn't care less if you that's, follow my recommendation. That's why you're you. Yeah. On, awesome. You know, and I'm sitting here with uh, my fake With the virtual background. background. You know. That's right. With, the, uh, with the Canary Islands to my right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's talk about, so I'm going to start with the the best leftovers ever but specifically because we've heard we watched the show you heard you talk about it and one Mm -hmm. of the things that we love hearing about and and frankly 
had a big impact on me recently is when you talk about the influence of your mother, because our mother is the most frequent guest on our show. She's the most beloved guest. All her episodes get it's a little weird downloads. that she's not here right now, but it's fine. It is a little I, weird. I mean, I mean, knowing how much I am obsessed with a Jewish mother, a mishpacha, mishpacha fela, you're going to leave me in the a, dark of all guests. She's a, she's a Cuban Jewish mother. She's a Cuban Jewish. Oh yeah. Mother. She's extra. She special. takes it up a notch. Wait a minute. That's a level of sauce that I was not prepared for. It is. Oh, yeah. It is. She's very saucy. There's, she makes a Jewish out of platanos with your gavilta fish in our family. Yeah. And wow. I mean, like, not literally. I don't think when, I've ever eaten Is she those Cuban because of World War II? Uh, Pre World War II. People before forget II. about how much people hated the Jews before World before War II. Also. <laughs> it's funny. I was just talking to my friend about this last night, and my and family is... was in Poland during that misery. Right. Oh, until right. World War II. Right. So yeah, your that, people, your family at least well, went to Cuba the, before the that. Who, the ones, ones that who left. Not Correct. Every, everybody else, no. Got exterminated? Yeah. Yes, yeah, same, same. But yes. my, uh, my, my, obviously my grandparents got out. Otherwise, there would be no me. But mm-hmm. they, they got out and their parents didn't and their sister didn't. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, and we, and we have so many of those stories. And I wish I had been keying into that a little bit more because forever our mother comes to my house and she'll always show up to my house with whatever is left over in her fridge. So she comes to visit for the weekend down from Philly with half an avocado, here's some old sour cream. Because she's like, if I kept it in the fridge over the weekend, it was going to go bad. I mean, like here's half, half a, 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 a mealy tomato. Home. God forbid she get home and just toss the mealy tomato. No, Jackie, uh, she once came to visit me in Berkeley and packed a cooler with the locks that was left in her fridge. Cause she did <laughs> from Philadelphia. <laughs> So she drove it down. No, she so flew. They, they flew from Philadelphia, no! California. Oh, I you're not on the East Coast. Well, well, when well, I was. when I when I was living yeah. on the West Coast, now she I'm on the East moved. Coast. But when I was living on the West Coast, she flew to California to visit me with a cooler packed with the leftovers from her fridge, including uh, like a little Tupperware and, locks. And that so was her carry on. That was her carry on. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna die. We've made fun of this so many times. And then I'm listening to you on, on your conversations that you've had about best love was ever talking about how your family, you know, were refugees and how that's one of the reasons why they saved all the food. And I told Lily and Becky, I'm like, I'm starting to feel really guilty for the hard time we've, we've made. Yeah, exactly. About- I mean, we're, we're, deal- we're dealing with people who in their childhood had to. Right. You can't even say make lemons out of, I mean, make, um, no, make lemons lots of balls lemonade. out of soggy dough. Yeah, I because mean, nobody had lemons. I mean, yeah. it's like you, they didn't have fresh right. fruit. That wasn't a thing. My grandma right. went to the store. She got like a loaf of rye bread and a chicken, and that lasted them as long as it could possibly last them. They used the chicken bones for everything. Right. And I've told this story on other shows, but my, um, one time when my mom came home, there was like just a chicken carcass in the refrigerator. And it was not, nothing on it, nothing on it. And it was my mom, my mom had bought something and she would wanted to put that in the refrigerator. So she threw it out and her mother came home and like ripped her a new asshole because she was like, that's my chicken. And my mom was like, there's no chicken on it. She was like, and they eat the marrow. They eat that. They did everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every my mom, oh, yeah. my oh, mom yeah. sucks the inside Cracks of those bones, bones open. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, so it's so speaking of leftovers, we want to sure. we want to reach into your first best leftovers though best leftovers best leftovers ever is on Netflix. It's amazing. It stars Jackie Tone. Everyone knows it. we love it, it but is, everyone should watch it's, it. It's a he loved it so much in our family. We made our own home episode. I can't. <laughs> which we I I don't you know hosted so, by Tolly. Hosted by <laughs> hosted by Tolly. Uh, and so. 
we wanted to play our signature game. Get you, get you really warmed up in the family here. It's called sure. buy, rent, or meh. Okay, buy. You think it's buy, rent, or meh? It's really made for us kids who were born, raised in the '80s and '90s because sure. you'd buy a movie that you really like, like you'd go spend eighty dollars. Okay, because I was like, what's it based on? Because I'm like trying to think. I'm like, well, with houses. That's something you would want to buy. You'd want to rent or meh. But I was like, it's like a video yeah. store. It's a video, video store. Okay. It's like a movie, you know, you rent something that you like, but maybe you're only going to have once. And then meh, we give that. That's really an artistic interpretation. Sure. You get to, you get to, you get to, uh, but you, what the rules are, you need to ascribe one value to each one of these. So you can't buy all three things. You got to buy one, meh one and rent, uh, rent, and one. rent one. So we're, we picked three. Now there are lots of great Jewish foods. And these sure. are actually great Jewish foods as far as we're concerned, but they are, let's say, on uh, if you're an outsider, some that seem a little more unappetizing. And so these might to... not be great for leftovers. So we we made it hard. <laughs> okay. Mm. So buy renter man the following three Jewish leftovers. Chopped liver. So it's been in the fridge, right? So it's been in the fridge. Chopped liver. Gefilte fish. And I don't know if you ever had this. If you're gonna say stuff, you're gonna say stuff derma, I'm quitting the game. Ro rolled cabbage is that is that the or is that, that might the, be stuffed cabbage? Yeah, rolled stuffed cabbage, cabbage yeah. it's like sweet and sour cabbage with like a log of meat in the middle of it. No, no. stuffed cabbage is different from stuffed derma. Oh, you're thinking of kishkas. I did not like kishkas. That's what stuffed derma is. It's got <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, not we not didn't. Out. We didn't grow up. Well, you can't kishkas. give me. You can't give me buy rent or mess three foods that I wouldn't even. I, Eat I fresh. <laughs> fresh. Forget fresh. Forget leftovers. I wouldn't have gefilte fish. Top what liver. was the other two? Top Top liver. liver. Pop liver or stuffed cabbage. First of all, little known fact for me on. Um, best leftovers ever i'm almost completely vegetarian oh, okay. i i was wondering i Why? was gonna ask you i, I ate it all oh, you yeah. ate it all i did but, i ate it all i didn't fake eat but, it either and i i just and you I, enjoy and you really genuinely look like i know you're good i don't you're a good actress well, but, I, you, but i don't but i don't right. lie like i'm not gonna get on a tv show and be like yeah. I, I love it and be like yeah. secret gagging like i yeah well, my reactions to everything like including the thing that i said tasted like a a loogie, a boogie. Um, I was like, "Oh, did you consider cooking this?" I don't know. Just on a cooking show, I thought perhaps you ought to. I don't know. Um, no, but we were never not. We loved the contestants, and everyone did such right. a great job. But um, and occasionally I'll like really feel like chicken or turkey and have some. And so I'm not like a staunch vegetarian. I'm just not a big meat eater. I never really have been. And then I got this incredible opportunity. I mean, and the truth is, I've been in this business for such a long time you could put dog shit on a toilet paper roll and if you told me i could host the show i'd be like i'll eat it <laughs> right. so it's like at this point i'm and, so and, hungry should you excuse the pun i didn't um i didn't wonder because i thought you weren't being genuine i wondered because i was like i'm very picky and i don't eat red meat and there's a lot of stuff i don't eat and so i was like if i had to do that i think you just like I, there's no way one i don't I can't imagine somebody who eats everything. So I was like, there's no way she eats everything because who eats well, everything? You know, but then you just kind of have to get into it and do it. You start, I think my desire, my need to be picky, I learned this the hard way. My 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 pick my pickiness is beat out by my need to be a TV star. 
There you go. That's fair. Hierarchy That's number one. That's number one, right? So it was like, That's... I could host my own show, but I have to eat veal, which I, by the way, just, I disagree with veal. As like a concept. On, like on, on a, principle, like on yeah. a base yeah. level. Yeah. So like where right. chicken and turkey, I'm a little bit more like, okay, cool. There are far, like, yeah. like I disagree with, but I right. still was like, and I think if there was a season two, maybe I would be like, could we, could we not do veal? Cause it's just like, we don't need to, but I don't know. I, I sure hope there's a season two because it, it caused, it, it led to all sorts of leftover remaking in our house. Oh that my gosh. So the, the, the waffle iron old potato is like, it's like <laughs> oh, I made potatoes so potato. I could waffle nope. iron them. Uh-huh. I mean, that's why I made like, so I could, wa- oh, it's just, it's but life you know, changing. Um, hand to the flame. I'm going to have to answer the question. Yes. Okay. Rent, buy, or, or meh. Mm-hmm. It's funny because <sighs> this is like the worst version of Fuck, Mary Kill because you didn't <laughs> give me any that are... We try like, to make it hard when we play this. Okay. And out of respect for you, we didn't pick like like things that you really like because like an old bagels too you really easy. Like. Like, Make bagel I, chips out of an old then you'd have to Oh, I was like, bagels. Lily's like, I like old bagels. Like, what kind no, of judgment call is that, bro? Like, I don't <laughs> love old bagels. I like fresh but, but bagels, but, if but you I had will to suffer a, through olds. But you have to do, like, old against, like, a filtered fish. You're taking an old bagel, oh so I, I it's too a, easy. A molded bagel, I'm taking right. an old bagel. <laughs> a, a bagel. A bagel that rats we, are crawling around and taking we, like, <laughs> Okay, I want you to answer the question, and then I also want to know, like, what foods in your house... Like, what are, like, the classic foods that you grew oh. up with your mom? Like, like, because we grew up eating gefilte fish and chopped liver, all of like, these things like, we eat all them. The so, so, but Shai anyone was, who comes over for dinner is like, was like this is so hard. These are so delicious. I love you so much. <laughs> um, so, with well, that's such a perfect, um, so I would, man, this is hard. I, I I'm not even being silly. I'm getting I'm gag I'm getting gag. You obviously have to mad like a filter really... fish. Like you have to mad that. Like that has to be the worst of those three. No, it no, was the, the one that I think I could stomach. It's the one that is because it's fish. I'm sorry, animal. Fish. And and also, if I could at least mix it again, I'm thinking of what I could do. Like I'm a liver's an organ. I'm thinking about what I could do with gefilte, and if I could turn it into like a white fish salad. Could oh, yeah, I you could put in a little you something. Could. You just eat it with I... lots of horseradish, and then you <laughs> right. just filter and then you out the taste. And put it on like late. a matzah. My, yeah, mother, it's great. my mother used to make ufkafish de matzah, which is basically a matzah on fire. You put it in like a little hamburger burner square thing. You wet the matzah. You put salt on it, and then you put the mm. cook the matzah over an open flame, and it's oh, like a burnt, wow. salty, and then you butter it. Oh and my so god, like that sounds amazing. I had it this morning. And four boxes of matzah. I had it this morning. So. I could do something with the gefilte fish, so I'd have to do buy on that. Okay, okay, okay. One I would, getting and somewhere. then meh would have to be. You're like sweating. Oh, I hate chopped liver. I hate chopped liver. <laughs> I think I would have to get rid of chopped liver, and okay. then even though I don't really eat meat, I could like suffer through stuffed cabbage. A bite of a, a bite. And this, by the yeah, way, I'm yeah. talking single bites. I'm not talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 you're, we're, we're not going to mail you this like the guy who mailed you the mask. This is, you're, you're free from this. Okay, now. rude. Okay. But that's, 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 that's so I, I think I did it. My mom would you be happy it. to mail you all my, of these Believe things. me, my mom's going to hear this she and she's going to say, I'm going to give her 
because my mom makes the old fashioned. She grinds it herself. She goes and picks the fish by name and she, you know, and she grinds it. And then that gefilte fish actually tastes better on the fourth or fifth day. Not the first day. Fun got it, got, it's got to ferment a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's got to it's sink oh my God, in. You okay. need to change the topic. <laughs> I could talk about this all day with you. But in addition to being a TV star, my opinion is that you are also a music star. And I know other people feel the same way because um, uh, your voice is absolutely incredible. From Thank American you. Idol clips, which people can check out, to the brilliant and hilarious deep like, to the first thing I ever heard you like realize when I realized you were a singer was when you were, I saw you on Instagram lip syncing to the parody that you did that was on the Howard Stern show. Oh, sure. And I actually, at first I was like, oh, that's so funny. Jackie Tone's lip syncing to the singer. And then I put it together that that was your voice singing Lady Gaga as well as Lady Gaga sings Lady Gaga. That's really um, kind. Thank you. And and you also like do amazing musical comedy and I'm a big musical comedy nerd. And what mm. makes great musical comedy, I think, is the musicianship. And that's the what I was going to say. It's the, so it's the songwriting because it's not funny if the song sucks. And the delivery because... Yeah. Like that, that the the Howard Stern thing, which I cannot repeat any of the words here on this podcast, even if it's an explicit. Are you guys gonna have to bleep me? I've been swearing. No, 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 no. no. We have an explicit podcast, but that one's. But but that kills because you sell those notes, and I I would love to know um, who your musical heroes are. Who are the people, funny or not funny, that inspire you? You know what's really wild? I almost never get asked this question. And Which I, is weird because I feel like I think people don't really focus because of like glow and leftovers. Like people aren't asking me about music that much, and it's totally a third of the spiel. Like in my mm. heart, it's like it's definitely sure. a massive think, part yeah. of the yeah, thing. I mean, you're I just haven't been killer. focusing on it as much lately because I, you know, it's not it's not really my dream to be. It's my it's my like number. I love to sing and I will love to write music and I want to do that absolutely. But like my number one goal is to write and produce and star in like a half hour comedy TV mm-hmm. show. So sure. um, that's what I really want to do. And I'd love to sing on that, of course, and and really open up the whole toolbox and do all the things. But um, in the meantime, so who, who really taught me how to sing? Well, my dad, my dad's a musician and he never um, made it super big, but it was in like, you know, some bands in the 70s and then had my brothers and I, um, had them in the seventies, me in the eighties, in the eighty, and um, yeah. So I grew up listening to like a lot of James Taylor, but I wouldn't say James Taylor taught me how to sing. Uh, people that taught me how to sing is an interesting, interesting list. So I started really getting into like female, like indie singer songwriter people in high school. And this woman, I started listening to this woman, Patty Griffin, mm-hmm. and I thought if I, and then she's a vocalist to end all vocalists. Like she's Kelly Clark. I just found out because I was not, but anyway, but I heard Kelly Clarkson say that Patty is her favorite singer. Like, so she's like right. the best singer's favorite singer. Like she is right. so, so sickeningly special. And I heard a record she made in the nineties, like the, the, the moment it came out, it was on like whatever the national public radio was in New York at the time. And, um, and I was obsessed with this record called uh, living with ghosts. And she made it in her mom's hospital room and you could like kind of hear sirens and stuff. And she was just like, 
a woman and she wasn't even that young. She was like a woman in her thirties, just playing her guitar and like singing to her mom and these songs. She's nobody touches her. So I figured if I could do anything Patty could do, then I could get there. And then, um, I, and I was singing my whole life before this. So I was listening to Stevie Wonder. I was huge, funny enough. I was huge into Michael Bolton when I was a kid. I was obsessed. <laughs> I mean, um, who, 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 I mean, I, talking- I want to be so bad. Yeah. So if you could like do what Michael Bolton could do, you could, you could sing, you could properly sing. Like you, like you have soul if you could do what Michael Bolton could do. And so that he was a big one who taught me how to sing when I was a kid. Um, but then as I was like really coming into my own, cause again, I was an actor as a kid and singing here and there and singing with my dad, but I wasn't attempting to do it as a career until like, maybe I was like 21, which is obviously still super young. But for me, for someone who started acting when they were nine, by the time I was 21, I had a decade and a half of another career under my belt. It was a weird childhood, but, um, and I don't think I had a job other than a Jewish summer camp by the time I was 21. So that's I, right. Kinda, that's right. I'm but quite least, intimidated right now at least it taught you about Israel. So, um, I, uh, and I was, yeah, I was working and I had development deals and all this stuff going on and acting. And then I realized like, I really wanted to make music. And, uh, I became really close with, um, with Jason Mraz, you know, who that guy is. Yeah. And so I listened to his saw him many times when we were, when we were in college, right? Well, yeah, he's really special. And so I listened to his music. He was a, a close friend of mine. And, um, so I listened to him a ton and it was another thing of like, well, if I can do whatever Jason can do, and I, I, I can't, and I can't do anything, everything Patty can do. But I, the goal was like, oh, like get in those runs and get in those blues chords and get in. It's a whole different way of doing it. I think Jason and Patty both very out outside the box while somehow gaining some sort of mainstream success. And then um, I got a little older and I got obsessed with a guy named Tim Christensen out of Copenhagen. And again, it was like, I want to do, he's doing different things with his voice. I want to do these things, but I only sing like me. Like I'm not one of those people, like, you know, when you watch the voice and someone's like, I like to know, and you're like, well, just sing. I don't know. What sounds are you making? What is the, what are these cat, what are these cat noises? They're, they're activating my, my very deepest. So, but then you feel like, oh, if that person would just sing, it would sound nice. But like right, but they're, they're like doing they're doing a being, thing instead. Right, yeah. They're like being affected. Right. So I'm not right. saying I did because these three singers I just mentioned have no effects on their voice. They just do that. Right. And I only do me. But really, as far as like runs or chord progressions or where a song could go or where a voice could go, I learned a lot from I would say those three. Oh, the indigo girls. Oh. Favorite band of all time. Favorite, favorite band yeah. of all time. And I learned, and then I was in a duo for a while, so I learned a lot about music, a lot about music from the Indigo Girls. God, I'm enjoying thinking like, about this. I mean, we could good. jam out on music. We're a big music nerd family. So I'm going to play another... Indigo Girls on my guitar mm-hmm. when we're done here. I'm going to like, I see my guitar and I'm like. Like, like mm-hmm. what, what's your go-to? Yes. Like a little Galileo? Because that's, that's I mean, the best song, I think. I love them all, but um, recently... So they're, they have a record called Shaming the Sun okay. and they have a record called, I should look at it. Oh, Become You. And those are my two favorite Indigo Girls records. And I think they came out in like the late nineties, early two thousands mm-hmm. and Galileo like and Closer you. to Fine. And that's like Rites of like Passage and 1200. Yeah. Like all those records were, were like, they're, were much older. Yeah. And I, that's what got me into them. I listened yeah, to all right, that same. stuff. I went to Lilith every year I could and. Mm. 
Um, I was definitely that kid. By my, I went by myself all the time. Oh my gosh! Yeah, on purpose. I was like, I know, I but I, alone. I, I respect that. Um, my as the I sing my girls "Power of Two as their uh, as their lullaby. My life by the power of two. It, and I and then I just cry like tears. Just and then I tears. cry while so I good. sing it to them at night. But I can't. The parking lot is oh Everyone's gone somewhere. Can keep it together. Pick you up and in oh the trunk God. I okay. pack. Cooler and a two-day suitcase. Well, I'm not we going to stop keep the podcast now because it's not going to drive way out in. But that's what I mean. That was like way out in the country. Oh, this is the best part. Five miles out of the city limit with singing at your hands upon my knees. Oh, I love Vanna Gore. Favorite band of all time. Oh, that's amazing. Me too. That, Those are such beautiful. Thank you for diverse singing. to like Thank you. different um, influences. So it's like oh, yeah. and choosing from each of them uh, without copying them. Like you can mm-hmm. be inspired. Oh, no, there's copying. no, because if anything no. I make sounds nothing like any of the people I just made. And I'm sure the people who influenced Tim Christensen, he can't, he sounds like nobody else ever. So it wouldn't even be possible for him to sound like his idols. That's awesome. There was a band that came out a bunch of years ago that everybody got all hard over. And they like, they sounded exactly like Led Zeppelin. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> it's like shy. Shy's so are, critical of like, if like, if well, you're I not don't doing if, your, your thing, I feel like shy, you pick up, well, that kind of sounds like so-and-so. So well, I don't, if it that. sounds kind of like something, it's fine. But if like your whole shtick is that you are exactly like Zeppelin and you're not a cover band. I don't get the point of you existing because we. I just. Right, I like, why not? That. Why not? Why don't we? Why don't they do fool in the? Why don't you just do fool in the rain or? That's what I'm saying. Like dogs, right? But then also, if you're a cover band, then like you know, that's a right. Different story. <laughs> so God bless a cover band. I'm just saying you're not going to make right. like radio hits as a cover band. Someone did that. Right. Right. You're you're a songwriter. You, uh, I find it deep. Like I've I repeatedly watch it and send it to people. I'm like, you have to watch this. Um, but we also know that you have written, I think it's like a hundred plus songs is what we hear from, is that the lore around Do Re Mi, Do Re and Mi, which is coming There's on only Amazon. one way to make it sound like the work I did on Do Re Mi wasn't a lot. And it's by thinking I wrote a hundred when I only wrote 50. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> so you, you only 50 wrote 50. So then no, but like, normally topic, someone's like, oh, did you deal. write songs for that show? What'd you write? Five or six? And I go, no, I wrote 50. And they go, wow. But Shy comes in and he goes, what'd you write? I've been telling people a hundred. And then I have to be the loser that says, oh no, only 50. Yeah, and not impressive. Indo Ray and me also it. comes a deep connection between us, which is that I'm listening. You work, <laughs> you work with the great Michael Scharf, whose brother mm. is a dear, dear, I mean, one of my oldest, bestest friends who's been on this show. Michael also Lily and Michael were in camp together. Together. Um uh, my favorite even, weirdo Lil. Yes, he's is one of my favorites. He's a boy, particular, is he, boy, yeah. boy, is he bizarre. Oh, he's yeah. So <laughs> but like, since what? I've it's known him since I was 13, and not, I don't think, I think he's been a weirdo so, for a long time. Michael His brain is, is like, he can't stop creating things. It's Michael awesome. is a kid who, ever since he was a little, little kid, whatever he was drawing, we're like, Michael, you're going to be famous. Like, we went to his brother's bachelor party. And no, it does brought, not make sense. 
and and he brought this book of a show he was working on that like never came to fruition but we're all looking at this being like can we buy the merchandise this is incredible. no it's it's insane and it's sort of like how we started working together i had nothing going on um this was like we started we, we he brought sir can i help you because i'm doing a podcast and it's like if you start embarrassing me in front of my friends <laughs> i just want to come on my lap my fear is that you want to go out dang it it is 501 he knows i blew it by being late does he have to pee or eat pee pee do you want to take him and we'll pause and yeah, just I'll be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, it like, takes him 20 minutes to do a no, but it's, that bladder. Yeah, his body very small. Come here, bud. Come here, bud. Just sit with me and see if see if chilling can happen for a couple minutes. See if we can buy a couple more minutes. We all have dogs, so we get it. We have dogs. Everyone loves to party. We have dogs. Our hearts are so full. I love Glenn. He's our number one best friend. So like singing, songwriting, as you could tell by that, there's a lot of different skills I have. Yeah. So caring for that was small animals. One, that was just one example of some of my skills. Clean it, but taking care of Glenn. All right, he seems to be fine for a second. I don't know. I don't well, let's try and buy time. So anyway, Michael Sharp. So he came to me with Do Re Me and he was like, I was dating, we had a mutual friend that I was dating and I did a one woman show and Sharpie came and saw the one woman show. And I don't think he was in the comedy world. He's friends with all the, you know, the comics. And um, I, I was in the comedy world as well, but I obviously made music too. And I just, I truly think, I mean, I'm flattered that he was impressed enough with what he saw to say like, hey, we should make a show together. But I think the truth is the combination of that, yes, he was impressed, but also that like, I just don't think he knew a lot of musicians. <laughs> and he came to me and was like, well, we should try and make this thing. And neither of us had anything going on. So it's not like he would have gotten someone big and famous. And it's not like I would have either. Um, so we both just like climbed together and scra um, scrappy motherfuckers, both of us, just hustling constantly. Mike and I worked on that show for years years for nothing at the Casbah cafe in Silver Lake, drinking tea and eating dried apricots for no one. No one was looking at it. No one was reading it. No one cared. We were doing it. Nothing. Wow. And then one day my friend Dave Schuler and I wrote um, a couple songs because Mike and I had written a couple episodes and we were like, if we're going to pitch this around and Mike, of course, had drawn the deck within an inch of its life and it was gorgeous and the characters were this and it created a whole world and I mean the amount of work he put in and then Dave and I did the songs Mike and I were doing the scripts and coming up with the ideas and I happened to show it to one of my best friends who again I didn't even have the business acumen to be like, oh, this person's a mogul and I know her. Maybe I should <laughs> ask her if she likes it. I was more coming. She was the only person I knew with a kid at the time. And her daughter oh. Lincoln was like two or three perfect age. The show is for like two to five. And I was like, does Lincoln like this art or respond to these songs at all? And she texted me the next day and she's like, she hasn't stopped singing the songs or talking about the oh, art. Awesome. She's like, she absolutely loves it. And then she was like, if you know, if you like want help with this in any way. And I was like, I don't really know what that means. And she was like, well, I would like, you know, help you produce it or something or come on board. And like, and I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Just so scared. It would go away. And just like, you're like, I'm just yeah. looking for a test audience. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. just was like, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, thank you. <laughs> um, but this was before she did frozen and stuff. So like she was obviously, you know, a, a person that people wanted to work with, but she, she wasn't princess Ani yet. She wasn't like right. on this 
train, this train that we now see her on. And so it was kind of the perfect, most gorgeous timing of like Mike and I working for ages, me bringing my songwriter friend in. Um, and then me bringing it to Kristen and then Kristen bringing it to her reps and her people and then starting to pitch it. And then it went from there. And Mike and I started working on it in 2014. We brought it to our production company, Gaumont, I think in 16, Amazon in 18 and started making it in 2019. Wow. And when can we, so we're September 20, September, 2022. So we were just talking about amongst us, the siblings here, Sure. how, Becky's so Becky's full name is Becky Pamela Corman or I don't know what last name you use right now let's say you use our actual still last name Uh, (laughs) Becky Pamela her Hebrew name is Bela Pessel which so we have Mike Sharf real story but my my mom's name is Bela and your Bela Pessel and And I don't know any other Pessels I don't know any other Pessels or yeah. Bela's. I've never met another Bela either. Well, my mom is Bella, but it's Bela. It's Bella, Bela. Like it. It's not. Yeah. When it's she came the, here, it's B E L L A. But mm-hmm. it. It's funny because when she was a kid, it was such an immigrant name. It wasn't like you know now the girl on Twilight's name is Bella. Everyone's right. name is Bella. Right. Every so every dog, every cat. Oh, come here, Bella! And then every salon is Bella. Everything is Bella. And when my mom came to this country, she, she, her maiden name is Rabinko. Her her parents' name, and she was so embarrassed. All the girls were named like Sally, Susie, Gail, Jan. And so she went by Binky. Oh, wow. No way. Because so, she was like, I'm not going by Bella, my immigrant ass name. Wow. So Becky is named after our great grandmothers, both of our great grandmothers. And this is our segue into talking about what we as a family believe is one of the greatest episodes of a show we've seen in a while on one of our favorite shows. We've oh, all watched Glow time, yeah. multiple times through like i watched the first season multiple times it was just like keep re-watching it with people i keep forced. almost starting it again and um i can't do it yet it that, that's gotta that's gotta be well, I, now that i know it's not coming back i can't for the same reason like it makes unless if you tell us if we watch more of it it'll bring it back like if it's we like, like make our just our netflix at go the very the least they owe us a movie how but, dare they the contract should be part of the terms of service should be that they at least owe us a movie if you're not going to give us more seasons give us closer give us like an hour give, at least an hour agree. give me an hour and i'm not yelling at you i'm yelling at Don't netflix Jackie, i'm agreeing okay, okay, strongly agreeing. strongly agree okay so you were in this in this episode of this uh outlandish show that is telling the story of female wrestling in the 1980s and there is this incredibly and it's a show that has an incredible amount of depth from the beginning and in episode six of season three, Outward Bound, where the ladies, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, go on a trip out to the desert. Uh, and you get really deep. And your character, Melrose, who is amazing, who we love, um, who is always very funny and always very snarky, goes very deep and tells a story of her great aunt, Pestle. We, um, which we immediately in our family were like, oh my God, that's our grandmother's name. This is incredible. Uh, we like, we never hear about, you hear lots of Jewish names on sure. television, but you don't hear Pessel. That's like, like, so we're all like, that must be, that must be real. This must be somebody's real story because no one's bringing out Pessel. And as the story has been told many times, this has a great, um, this has a deep connection to you. And so I would, I, 
I know you've been asked a million times about this. So one, I'd love to know about just how that came about, but also as a Jewish person, what's it like playing a three-dimensional Jewish character? A theme on our show a lot is we talk a lot about the different Jewish characters we see out there and we love all of them, but sometimes we're like, of course, that's how anybody feels about the rep. I mean, not anybody, not, um, you know, straight white men, but (laughs) Um, everybody else, right. Everybody else feels about like, um, unrepresented, um, people, marginalized people. And obviously Jews are very much, um, both of those things. But what's interesting about being Jewish is it's, you know, there's sort of this feeling like, and I think it's cause we're so mighty, but there's this feeling of like, they, they're fine. Jews are fine. They got it. There's 17 of us left. I don't know where this this thought, this theory that like Jews are so mighty and powerful and there's so many, and then like that, that they are the ones and we are the ones in power. I mean, in certain areas, I mean, you know, I think we, we do well in entertainment and, um, but it's like, get in where you fit in kind of thing. And, you know, I, I just think about, I mean, just to go back to sort of the precursor to your question of why playing a three-dimensional character on television is so profoundly deep and matters so much to me is when I was on American Idol, I'd say 75% of those kids never met a Jew. Really? I was on that show and some, one of the kids came up to me and said very kindly, not like weird, but almost like Danny said you were Jewish. Is that true? (laughs) And I was like, yeah. That's like what it's like living in Spain. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh my God, that's crazy. I've never met anybody Jewish. What's it like? Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's right it's regular but you know <laughs> also when someone's being sweet and like wanting to learn it but I'm like I'm not trying to shut anybody down but it was also like um it is that weird feeling of teaching someone about your underrepresented and marginalized culture where you're like I'm thrilled for you to want to learn about it but also like not quite it's not it's you know, not, we're hearing that a lot these days where the marginalized culture is like, well, then learn about it. It's not my job to teach you about it. And I, but, but part of me is also like, but if you want to know, I'm happy to answer whatever. And also I'm Jewish. And so Jewish. So like, I don't know everything about the holidays and I want to get more of a Shabbat practice going on in my life, but really kind of more for the relaxing on Fridays of it all and having a day of the week that actually looks and feels differently than every other day of the week, because I don't stop working and I don't stop going. And so even just for the sake of like settling into myself and reflecting in any way, um, that's all, that all sounds nice. Anyway, that's all the precursor long-winded answer to, it matters a lot to me to play a three-dimensional Jewish character. Um, I, I don't, think you know growing up I don't feel like I saw too too many although you know this is sort of a bad word now but the the characters that I saw that I related to were in Woody Allen movies a lot Mm. um Mm because he's so Jewy I mean he's done some yeah fairly unfathomable things but as a filmmaker when I was a kid and obviously didn't know any of these things before it, that informed a lot of like, oh, this is, you know, you know who else actually it was like um, those Jewish characters, but really funny is like David Wayne, like in Wet Hot American Summer. There's like mm-hmm. there's something very mm-hmm. Jewy about a lot of the things he makes. Um, but that's just very, you know, surface level comedy. And um, I think uh, 
uh, I forget what it's called. It's trans something. It's like one of my favorite shows of all time. Transparent. Uh, transparent. transparent. I was yeah, like, really? I can't think of transparent. It's truly one of my favorite of all time. But that is talk about three-dimensional Jewish characters. Get out of here. I mean, that Judith Light character where she's like, there was one moment in, in one of the scenes where she's like yelling at one of the kids so much. She's like, and you did this, and I can't believe you did this to me. And she's in the fridge and she's she's shouting at them. And she's, you know, if you ever do this to me, do you want some cantaloupe? And, and just, just keep it. I almost put the TV in the microwave. I was like, I get what this is the TV. This is the this is the writing I want to do. These are the shows I want to make. And then Glow comes along for me, and I'm given this opportunity, this platform, this chance. And even before season, but even before that, you know, Melrose had a mezuzah, and right. someone was like, you know, Cherry Bang was always like, okay, Jewish girl, and this and that. Melanie Rosen. And I was like, all right, you fucking anti-Semite. Like, why are you going out of your way to be like, tell me you know I'm Jewish? And like, that sort of is how it is for right. Jewish mm-hmm. people. So that Absolutely. when they wrote in, this is a long-winded answer, but I'm pretty passionate about being a Jew. But uh, when they wrote in this Seder scene and this inherited trauma and why Melrose is so funny and chills, why why Jews are so funny, right? We... My grandparents laughed through the attempted extermination of their entire family and friends and everybody. And of course they were, but there was, my grandma told my mom stories, like there was some levity at that time there. They, they, you have to. Right. Survival. Um, Survival. Um, can I just say quickly that I, again, I rewatched it today. Um, and not because I like not this. My reaction was not because I knew I was going to talk to you or any of that. Like I was just watching it and just like tears, maybe more mm-hmm. so to do with like the last week or whatever. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the hard news and stuff. It's just it's like always, the tears. It's challenging um, to be Jewish, but especially and, when you know you sort of feel allyless. And then yeah. um, that scene, the the scene by the campfire is so well done. But I have to say that the scene that hits me really hard is you and and Ellen Wong, who plays Jenny on the rocks when you don't get what she's talking about that scene hits me so hard even because the other one I understand so deeply on like a like a you know as a Jewish person obviously by the campfire but I have lived the other one so many times here being like a fish out of water in a place where like there's no Jews and stuff where I have had to like kindly and then sometimes not so kindly tell people like oh you can't say like jew them down we don't like right, that like that's not that's not and like a lot a of way to say get something for cheaper like we don't right. like and that. like a lot of different ways and have the other per- who's not well-intentioned and a good person and a friend be like oh my god just like get over it <laughs> and and i think it's just really interesting that it's I, I I I don't know. We can get into. The, we don't need to get into the fact that it's the Jewish character that's saying that. But I think even us, that could happen to the best of us. Like, of course. Like, oh my God, get over it. And I think that 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 happening, that scene, and then the campfire, and then coming full circle when like she has like you guys do the group hug. I think that makes that scene, the campfire scene so much more powerful that the the previous encounter is your me, character doesn't is my get my character it. not getting that she not herself is it. being racist. 
Right. And, and then like, like, isn't that the way you guys sound when you're like giving sort serving Chinese food? You're just like, or, or just being like, get over you? it. Like it's yeah. not a big deal. And I'm and, your friend. Like if I, if I thought that stuff, I wouldn't be friends with you. Exactly. Like, okay. I but I don't want you to say it right. feel good. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's so well written. Of course it's well acted. Like, wow. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, to, to, important I mean, that whole you, thing is so important the thank guts you. with which you <laughs> deliver you. that role of melrose yeah. means so much to people who see themselves in that character mm. and i think so many people who like i'm a almost 42 year old like jewish guy who was raised in canada right like i, I see myself in melanie rose yeah uh, or uh, uh or in melrose um because of that performance that you bring and and so i it's it's really incredible and we're thanks and i think to thank you and i think to the sh to the show's credit and the writer's credit it i mean and it's good that we got to season three right because if we hadn't there would we wouldn't have known where Melrose was coming from or why she was so angry or why she was so edgy and why she had to cover everything with comedy. And then when you're like, oh, my dad won't buy a house that doesn't have right. a basement or an attic in case we have to hide again, you go like, oh, there's some demons in there and fear and overcompensating and insecurity and just feeling like an outside, just in, inherently in your bones feeling like an outsider so you come in so hot up top it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy of like well if you think i'm on the outside i'm gonna show you how on the fucking outside i am right and it's like well, interesting yeah. well we are so grateful for that show we are so grateful for your performance and uh and again once we heard pestle we were like oh it's like we're family we're family um, pestle was my mom's sister who didn't make it out mike excuse me my grandma's sister who didn't make it out she was too young so she stayed with her parents um, and so like you I'm said, gonna... I wait. Like you said, I believe on the um, on one of the podcasts that I, I think it was on Orthodox. Like her name will live on now in mm -hmm. an episode. It's true, yeah. Which is an homage to her. And, and so, one of the things around the holidays we don't feel like we have, like because we all have kids and we're always like, "What do we watch?" It's just that Rugrats thing over and over again. Oh, just constant then, on repeat. And then and then the Ten Commandments, right? And the Ten Commandments isn't exactly the most Jewish version of the story, but having these moments, these really positive, deep moments for us is really valuable because when when my kids are old enough to watch it, this is going to be one of those scenes that goes that that and you know school. Oh, your ties. kids are going to love the prostitute gigolo scene. It's going to be one of their favorites. <laughs> <laughs> them for life. Um, okay, we know we know we're we're like almost out of time, but we're going to try to get a little more out of you. Oh, you could get a little more out of it. Oh, okay. I came thirty minutes late and then walked my dog <laughs> in the middle of the podcast, and everyone listening is well. You do not have to cut that out. We can know <laughs> what what a piece of shit you've invited on your show today. Uh, no, they know they know how excited we are. It's okay. So we want to play another. So now we're going to segue from the deep, amazing, wonderful sharing yes. that you just did, and we're going to take a right turn into musical comedy because Gorgeous. because you have like delivered such great musical comedy and 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 you're you have again like those great skills but you're also hilarious and one of the games we play on the show is called a comparathon it was named by a friend of ours who actually runs another podcast chris royce but it's a bit that we do where i'm we're going to give you things and you just have to decide either or as we go down the list so if i were to give you if, let's say we were doing olipop flavors i would start with root oh beer. should I, we I, I oh let's start okay let's go there root okay, beer let's start with beer, ollie root beer and orange orange cream 
You have to pick one. This is the opposite of the gefilte fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to pick one. I never root beer is his favorite and orange. Then is I'm gonna mine. throw another. I never one met an Ollie I didn't like, and I know that my best friend's favorite is root. I have to tell you, I find the orange cream. It's a problem because it's new, so it's my current favorite. But I don't know if it's my all-time favorite. No, no, my current to, favorite. You just have to it's pick between like, these two. You just have to pick between these two. Have then to be your then I thought it was going to be brackets. Yeah, yeah. Just so, so yeah, yeah. So I'll right, so, okay. So just, root beer or orange? You're going orange. Orange will make it to the orange next round. Orange or cola? There's different occasions for them. I like an I like an orange cream in the morning. I like a cola with my dinner. But again, I think it's going to have to be orange cream. Okay, awesome. Okay, so then imagine we went through all the flavors and then you'd decide who your champion was. Okay? I would think, oh, but there's a time for cherry vanilla. There's a time there's for a cherry time, vanilla. There's a time for cherry vanilla. That What's is the true. time? We don't have that in span. I don't know what this is. Oh, so, do you have <laughs> any of them? Beverage? No, what? Lily, don't you watch the content that Becky and I produce? Oh, do you not watch I mean, your own of. podcast? I kind of watch Episode it, I don't know you what know you Becky guys are doing a lot of the time. The oh, Olipop is a Drink. prebiotic soda that's like 40 calories and no fake sweetener and no nothing. And it's good for your guts and it's made of really healthy ingredients and tastes so fucking good that it is truly confusing. It and is. I would, it is. It's, it's confusing. It's a confusing beverage. It's outstanding. We Becky and I put ice cream in our root beer. Made root of beer course. Yeah, you guys are okay. assholes. Okay, so wait, when is what was the last one you said? Cherry vanilla? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm, that's really? a flavor. What, what what's the occasion for that? When are you pop, when are you having a cherry vanilla? Well, it's like when do you want a cherry coke? It's like it's a nice refreshing soda. Like if I'm having dinner, if I'm making myself a Beyond burger and fries, I'll fuck with a I cherry was vanilla. Just thinking a barbecue, I'm having a glow barbecue. Yeah, okay. I want a cherry vanilla. Of course. So you would you would pair that with food, that one. As opposed to vacuuming? <laughs> no, really? as opposed <laughs> to like being a poolside drink. Oh, like, I'm not um, a big just drink for a drink sake person. I don't, okay. I can't say I drink anything other than water throughout the day. It's a it's an occasion where I sit down and I say, having an orange cream with nothing else. With nothing without a else. Meal? Oh, without geez, a meal. It's, like, it's rare. Okay. Also, I I ration my ollies because. Listen, they're, uh, they're they're like a dollar a calorie. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, don't say a dollar a can, honey. Not even, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. So like the best. Okay, can. okay. So wait, who won with cherry vanilla? We're not wait, even Lily, on the real game yet. Lily, this games. isn't the game. This Lily's is the explanation us. of the game. <laughs> we need to be speaking oh. Spanish for Lily oh. to be following us properly. Seriously. Musical yeah. comedy. Okay. It's I, 1 30 I, in the morning, guys. Give me oh, a break. Whoa. You're a fucking trooper. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Give her a real it's break. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I go on. Should I go on. She goes on. to bed after us. Okay. Fine. I'm, I'm just saying, yet. like, you know, who, okay. which okay. one of you is called Ollie? That's all. I'm realizing in real time how long my hair got. And I'm like in a little bit of a. Very I nice. don't know what happened. Like, I think it, it was like here two days ago. I'm confused. Okay, go on. Try. I'm ready. Thank you. Okay, so musical comedy. I went through some current, some historical here. We're gonna do the same thing. Maybe if there may be things you haven't heard of or that you. It's gonna be embarrassing, but let's see. Um, Listen, I'm not. Before we start, my preface is I'm not fancying myself versed on musical comedy. Uh oh. Then this is this could be short. Well, you you never asked if I was versed on musical comedy. You just bring me to competition. All right, let's give it a whirl. All right. If so I this, knew this people on this list. Well, you hopefully know. You yeah, I know the list. I if if you think okay, so Alan Sherman, Hello Mata, Hello Fada. That's your first one, right? Right. 
right? Isn't Alan Sherman? Alan Sherman? Don't ask me. This is your show. You should have yeah. googled it. No, 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 no. Alan Sherman. Okay. <laughs> have you heard of the new show, Girls Five Eva? The one with Busy Phillips and of Renee course. Goldsberg. Okay. I so have a story Al- off the record for after this. Okay. Alan Sherman <laughs> or Girls Five Eva? Oh, um, Alan Sherman. Okay. Alan Sherman or because well, he's a classic. Okay, right. sure. Alan Sherman or the Spinal Tap Mighty Wind guys, Christopher Guest, Mike McKean, Harry Shearer. 100% Chris Guest. Okay. All right. So Christopher It's going to be hard to beat. So we're already at the winner, but go ahead. Okay. That's Christ- what I said to Shy. Shy and I took bets on who, who you would pick. Okay. So Christopher Guest, or not always thought of as a musical comedian, but very musical, Adam Sandler. But in his musical comedy. So you're 100%. Not, you're not going um, to him as like. It's all hard the- because. I love the musical comedy Adam Sandler does. I think it's so much smarter than it seems on its face. And that in itself is so smart that you're like, everybody likes this. It's dumb. And it's like, no, dude, he's like, it's, it's so good. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's Chris Guest. All right. So also Chris- just the songs and waiting for Guffman. Stool boom from the parlor <laughs> to the pool room. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Okay. All right. So Christopher Guest or Andy Yorma and Akiva of Lonely um, Island. Yeah, not Lonely Island. Okay. Because listen, I prefer we're talking musical comedy. We're not talking yeah. movies. Waiting for Government yes. is my number one favorite movie of all time. So it's hard to say something else is musical comedy better than it. And also I don't think the Lonely Island would exist without Christopher Guest. So you almost have to give it to Christopher Guest. But then Whereas I think Christopher Guest would exist without Alan Sherman. So, but, uh, but I think as far as musical comedy is concerned, it is hard to beat Lonely Island. Like I threw it on the ground is like one of the greatest. I'm on a boat. I mean, when they were (laughs) doing those, when they were doing those songs for SNL at those digital shorts, it was like, it hurt. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 um and this is again this is this is what's fun about the comparison is that as opposed to buy rent mail where you have to like drag something this is really about you get to celebrate them okay, you get to so celebrate now, things all right so now can kind of contemporary of Lonely Island uh, and I'm gonna use them as a combo here because I think they created a lot of the music for the show together Rachel Bloom and Adam Schlesinger and Crazy Ex Girlfriend oh that, yeah that God they've done amazing stuff but I nary a candle held to lonely island or chris guest okay all right so lonely island or the and i love of- crazy ex-girlfriend and i love rachel bloom amazing i mean that show i, I watched mean, that that was one of my discoveries during this i should maybe period. watch it again actually it's it's it, i've i forced lily to watch it like i just sent her angry texts and i'm like lily you have to watch the show you have to watch now i just walk around my house humming heavy boobs to <laughs> oh of course and like floating around on a giant pretzel okay <laughs> Um, okay, so Lonely Island or the Flight of the Concords, guys? That's a hard one. I was waiting for the Flight of yeah, the Concords to yeah. come out. Um, That's tough. You know why it's tough is because Flight of the Concords, they're way more musical. Like those guys are musicians. Right. He's a, does, does he have, I don't know if he has an Oscar for that Muppet song, but I know he's I think nominated. He does yeah, like so it's it's hard because the Flight of the Concords guys. There's yeah. a there's a musical comedy trio in L.A. called the Cooties that I implore you to check out, and um, bonkers, bonkers. They all went to Berkeley. The three three Jewish friends from Florida who went to Berkeley and then now are in a comedy a trio comedy band. 
and it hurts my inside. They have a new song called The Plaza. They, they really, oh my God, what if I'm God? They're, I, they're truly one of my faves. Um, I think they're some of the best musical comedians in the game right now. But anyway, um, it's really hard between Flight of the Concords and Lonely Islands. I'm almost feeling like I want to lean, because this is the thing. Well, there's two good. more that are on purpose going to make it really hard, I think. But if you gave me a Lonely Island record, I would listen to that in the car. Where, excuse me, if you gave me a Flight of the Concords record, I would listen to that in the car. Whereas I don't know that I would for a Lonely Island record. Like that so goes with the visuals. And like I threw it on the ground and like people making dumb faces and eating mm-hmm. like a dirty sauerkraut hot dog. So it's like, what's. So much of Lonely Island is also visual. I'm going to change it to Flight of the Concords just for now. That's okay. No, well, and I will Island say, Hip Hop Apotamus. Hip Hop Apotamus. I was going to say, Lonely massive. Island. I mean, uh, Flight of the Concords. I do I do have their album, or I did. Yes, I, mean, I do have it. Same. And I've listened to it hundreds of times, probably. How are you going to say they, Tenacious D? They could do different, they really do different genres of. Yes. Of music, they're yeah. very musical. So. Oh, they, yeah, they're musicians. It's, it's an they're album, prop- you can and that's what I love about the Cooties. They're proper musicians who happen mm-hmm. to be disgustingly good singers. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of things, musical comedy is so exciting to me because you have to have so many skills. Oh yeah, oh my god, to, to do it, so it's fun. But anyway, go on. All right, so I, I actually didn't put in Tenacious D just because, like, we, at this point, I was like, I don't know if she's going to have this much time. Um, uh, so Garfunkel and Oates, Ricky Lindholm and Kate Sure, Bacucci. Kate Bacucci. Um, I love Ricky and Kate. Um, Flight of the Concord. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now Flight of the Concords versus my personal hero. The only person I would be more excited yeah. to, to have on this podcast than Jackie, Jackie Tone. How did you is, know? Is Weird you Al. Know? Weird Al Yankovic. Well, I think a lot of this wouldn't exist without Weird Al. So if he's a hard one. Um, but you, you don't have to make that proclamation. Right. This is for you. It's your comparison, not Sean. Who do I enjoy? Right. Exactly. I'm standing by my answer that out of all of these, who I enjoy listening to the most and consistently laugh at years, years later. It's Flight of the Concords. That would have been wow. my answer. And then so I think I, a I, close I... second for musical comedy. Not yes. who's the biggest genius of the group, because who's the biggest genius of the group, in my opinion, is Christopher Guest. Sure. But so it's sure. Flight of the Concords, it's Lonely Island, then it's all the music from the Chris Guest movies. Right. And then the rest I can do later, but I, that's that's my right. general feeling. That that's awesome. I feel like I can't that, believe the D wasn't involved. I can't believe Crazy Ex Girlfriend was involved before the D. Well, I, I you know I've seen Tenacious D even in concert. I think part of it is that it is musical comedy. Uh, I don't know it is. I mean, I just I had to pick stuff. <laughs> there's sure. there, there's some others that le- sure. left off, and 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 also I would say like I these are all ones where. I mean, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is really on our minds right now. We all sure, just sure, sure. watched it. Like that one is like that. It's one in your us. personal Jewish zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that one really hit us this this recently. Although, you know, but yeah, Tenacious D is, is awesome. And talk about great musicians. I mean, those guys did the, those yes. guys did 
the I've seen a million different bands play Good Times, Bad Times by Led Zeppelin. Mm. They did the best cover. Talk about covers of Led no, Zeppelin. No, they're like shredders. And Jack Black can sing. Yeah. They did the best version of Good Times, Bad Times I have ever heard anyone play that so wasn't sick. the guys in Led Zeppelin. So, so sick. All right. So we, you're, you're probably, you, you got to go. I mean, like we we can hang out with you forever. We hope one day forever. we'll get to hang out with you. Um, for so real. So delightful. I knew it would be. Um, uh, we just want to throw out like a couple of there were a couple of other random things. You don't have to respond, but just we had like a list of other things we would want to talk about with you. So uh, Becky, do you want to throw out I feel like also you don't want to like I mean I'm happy to kick it for another couple minutes and hear the throw outs, but you don't want to. I always feel like if we go on too long, like we no, think no, we're no, no. fun, Got and then it. like the poor audience is like, "I love her," but is it? Do we need to hear her for two hours? Oh no, the worst is is that if it gets awkward with you, like we're like, "Oh, we should have ended right on time." Other now, we're oh no, it's not going to get awkward with me. I don't care oh, about my audience. Don't worry, I just care about you. Forget those. My people. friend just sent me a text of their ex-girlfriend's kid on a tiny train and it gave you know filled me right back up so, so here's how we'll do it this time we're the gonna i'm gonna go around to the siblings and they're each are gonna say their handle and we do a section of the show that is shout outs and recs like parks and recs but shout outs and recs sure. and instead of recommending like any random thing that we're streaming we're all going to recommend a jackie tone thing because for people to to listen to so uh um uh lily Okay. Uh, where can people follow you and what is your Jackie Tone recommendation? Okay, so you can follow me on the Twitter, which is Chichi C H I C H I K Gomez. Um, Jackie. That's Lily's actual last That's name. That's my handle. No, it's not Love my last it. name. My last name is Corman. I did not take my husband's last name because it's Gomez. So I don't want that last name. Sorry. I'm fine with Jeez, Corman. No, I'm, I tell him all the time. I'm like, my kids are Gomez and Corman. I'm like, I, I don't like want to be anything. It is, but I don't, Gomez I'm so cute. happy being a Corman. Like, I don't Oh, of course, to totally. Guys. Listen, you're preaching to the choir. I'm not changing my name. I'm right. also single, but I'm not changing my name. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Like, he can change Every dude name. I've ever dated has known that since word go. I'm yeah, fun. I'm, a nice light time. Exactly. <laughs> um, I will not take your last name. And so, um, but though I'm not going to roast my future husband's last name the way you just did, but I totally hear you. <laughs> I'm already married to him. Yeah, but God bless. Um, and then um, I'm Lily Corman on Instagram if you want to follow me, but nobody uh. else can. So. <laughs> oh, because you're private? Yeah. Like, okay, okay, okay. Like, you can totally follow me. No problem. And then um, on Clubhouse, uh, Lily Corman, and I will recommend your armchair expert interview because I thought that that was super fun. Um, clearly you're chit-chatting with friends and that's mm. lovely here. And I just really liked where that conversation went because oh, I learned a lot um, and it was super interesting. So It's so funny. It was that. really, thanks. It was funny to be on that show because Dax has been armchair experting me for like a decade <laughs> where like everything I say, he knows more, but he knows the right thing. And I'm constantly in my brain being like, I don't think that's exactly right <laughs> you know and now there's an actual fact checker so it's like it's right. nice that it's yeah it's it's really cool it was really great that he had me on i had a great time that's fun so, all right yeah. becky where can people follow you and what is your jackie tone recommendation you can follow me on twitter at paper bk princess i don't really tweet not much to follow but follow me you know you never know um and I, we talked about it throughout the show. I want at the, or at least at the top of the show quite a bit. I, I really do want to recommend best leftovers ever. It is 
it is my comfort food. Mm. And I also, I, I, yeah, that show is my comfort food. Jackie, if you were food, you would also be my comfort food. I'd be a black and white cookie. My favorite. Really? Perfect. As Shy knows, I love I love yeah. a good cookie. How do you eat black your black and white? white? How do you eat your black and white? Okay, it's actually I I have a system. I actually like to eat it um, starting at exactly where they meet, working my way down. When I can't get both in a bite at the same time, I go boom boom. I go like side side to get them both together. Side side. Yeah, and I like to, <laughs> I always like to have a little black, a little white in a bite because the the white's a little lemony and the black's a little like richer, and I need them both. I told you it's her favorite cookie. She loves cookies. Well, I love cookies. Chocolate chips. I've been her brother for thirty plus years, and I I learn something new every time I talk. Are you mad? Is it the wrong answer? Is is that the wrong answer? I fold mine in half because I need a little black and a little white in everybody. I didn't think of that. Cut it down the middle. Becky's like make a giant. Make a giant. Well, I'll tell you the thing. The thing I do is not so hot, such a hot look either, because it's this tall, and you have to wrench open your mouth throat. Well, is it? Because I get made fun of. People are like that. My mother was like, "That's not very becoming." Like, well, who do you think I'm trying to impress in fucking Ben (laughs) Deli and Lido Beach? Nobody. But it gets to be like because they make them big. It's like it's to be so each side is like this thick. The whole cookie, Mm -hmm. it's like a cake. So then when you put it on top of itself, it's just oh, it's just a beast. But I. I, I want no part of a black and white if I can't do black and white at the same time. 100%. 100%. I have to Connected go find Connected on tonight, many levels. Connected I have to go many. get one tonight, Beth. So yeah, you, you can follow me at Pancake for Table, <laughs> Pancake and the number for Table. Um, uh, I'll do all the end of the show stuff later. But so aside from recommending all of these things. Wait, can I also th- just quickly recommend Deep Like? On YouTube. I mean, I watched it on YouTube, but I mean, all your music in general, but Deep Like particularly, and I um, showed it to my uh, very Spanish mother-in-law earlier this evening, and she was like, I don't understand what's happening. She doesn't speak English. She's like, I don't understand what's happening, (laughs) but I'm loving this. Why would you show it to someone who doesn't speak English? English. because i was it, like the visuals it are great it's still it's, it's still yeah. like tracks and i, I was like this is about social media you guys believe in me so much more than i believe in myself it is oh. staggering oh yeah these are your cheerleaders and, and we're sort of like you. this is once you're this is it you're in you're the family in, we'll be thank you we'll be cheering for you for things that you didn't and even we're, think we're, we're super excited to. about do me because a we have kids but also because yeah. we like where do you think lily's kids are going to learn english September 2020 September I mean, 20, shut up, shut up, 21. 21. <laughs> oh, here are we. I almost just said, wait, is it 20 September 22? Okay, September no. 2021. That was right. weird. It's and September. It's, real. it's soon. No, next. Oh, I'm getting myself proud is, is it 2022 or is it 2021? She so said it's 2021, 2021 now, and then next year. It's coming out in a year, Lily. I didn't no, know. I've never done this good a brown. 2021. It's coming out. No, it's coming no, out now. It's it's coming out. Oh, I thought you said 2022. I did. I fucked up. She said, oh, it's 2021. It's coming out now. Yes. We'll fix it in the show notes. We'll fix it in the show notes. Yeah, I'm very excited. I, I went to Yeshiva with a girl named Shauna. <laughs> we, we, so aside from all of the other amazing things, <laughs> things we recommend. It's it's I want to recommend a futile and stupid gesture, which is a movie that I absolutely love and I think is like incredible. And I can't believe more people don't talk about in that movie. You play Gilda Radner 
and only for a few moments, but, and I, and I mean this sincerely, if there is ever somebody, a performer that had the spirit of Gilda Radner that is alive and working today, it is you. And mm. all I kept saying, I mean, this movie is awesome. The acting is great. Everybody kills it. And then there's this part where you're Gilda Radner because they're doing the SNL thing. And I'm like, I want to see the Gilda Radner biopic. Me too. With Jackie Tone. So Me I- it too. Every, everyone should see that movie and 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 see you just channel that spirit. But I think you channel that spirit in in so many other ways. I hope that's a compliment, right? Right. Oh, right. massive! Yeah. I feel Gilda's like that's be like that's like a, yeah. To me, a guy, I think she's like a, the greatest. I mean, she's the end all. I mean, yeah. I I used to play one. her VHS, her SNL greatest hits VHS when I was a little kid. I had a VCR in my bedroom. Not to plug in, Brian. I was gonna <laughs> say that is a bit of a that's a big deal. Yeah, I guess I had the big bedroom. My brother had the small bedroom. Anyway, I had the VCR. But um, I used to watch Gilda's Greatest Hits regularly. And it was funny because when I auditioned for that movie, uh, (laughs) the audition could have really gone south because it was the most try-hard thing I've ever done in my whole life. I I brought costume changes. I brought props. I was like, if I'm going to do go big or go home, Emily Latella and Lisa Lubner and Rosanna Dana. And I, I, I mean, I, I got to bring glasses. I got to bring a book. I got to bring, you know, mom, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Mom. So I was like, if I'm going to do all of this, like I'm going to, you know, and I think this is a funny business where sometimes it's really attractive that a person is like really prepared and wants the thing really badly. And other times it's like, <laughs> a little cringe of like mm-hmm. it's just way sexier for a girl to walk in and be like yeah I don't even care do you guys have the audition pages because I, I didn't even print them <laughs> what's the character name again and then like that mm-hmm. person gets all the parts and you're like I'm gonna put my head in a microwave because <laughs> I'm the person who tries I try hard it's what I do and so the fact that like try hard is like a cheesy term is right. something that I've had, right. but I think I've I've really embraced my try hard over the years, and I've um, I'm into it now because I'm not going to not do that. It it we are so grateful for it because Thank we want to see more and more of you, Jackie Tone. People can follow you at Jackie Tone on Instagram, correct? I don't get to say how to follow me and what I recommend of Jackie Tone. No, no, no. But I no, I was going to say like I was just showing I know that, but then I said I was say I'm going to say what are your Jackie Tone recommendations? And I, I thought I was saying so I wanted that to show joke. you that I, that like, I did. Why would I recommend something of myself? Well, that no, I because maybe will. there's something we don't oh, know about. Well, I was maybe just saying I was being thing. faux aggressive as a joke of like I don't get to recommend my own shit, and then well, you're like, no, no, you do. I was and then making I felt up like, for the oh, Alan no. Sherman thing where I for a second forgot Alan Sherman, and you were like, Google him, and I was like, oh, you know. So I, you know, I do this very snappy acerbic joke thing all the time and i have to be careful like i'm on no, your no, show I, you google it like no, no, but no, he gets very no, right. no no no, no. I mean, jackie that's how you talk right to him that's, that's how correct they talk, like, if you, you talk know, to him like, if you, you were any nicer well. i'll give you an example the the man fixing the drainage issue at um in my post nasal drip in my outside my house um uh he came to the door and I gave him, I, he, t- he gave me a tour of the house, showed me the work he did. And then he knocked again and he was like, oh my God, I didn't grab the check. Of course, no problem. Give him the check. A couple minutes later, he I, knocks on the door, he opens the door and I was like, bro, can you leave me alone? So joking. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm so oh sorry. God. I wanted to tell you your garage was open. And I was like, I don't know this man from Adam. I can't do my leave me alone bit. 
I scared the shit out of the guy who came to pick up the shit. I go, buddy, you gotta leave me alone. And then I was like, nah, I'm just kidding. And he goes, oh, God, thank goodness. He's having a heart attack on your life. I can't do this well, if you don't know me. Well, you, we you could definitely it, do it here. Guys, it's a late in life lesson. I'm too late yeah. to learn this, please. Uh, so what is the Jackie Tone thing you recommend? Or maybe there's something you're specifically that you think people should check out or something we didn't mention that you're like, oh, wait, you guys, I can't believe you didn't mention that thing. I mean, I'd say check out my bat mitzvah footage because it's hysterical, but there's nowhere to see it. But you're um, doing a thing about we it. We created an right? internal family server where all of us can watch each other's bar and bat mitzvahs no, and videos all the time. No, you didn't. Yes, yeah, yeah. we did. 100%. We do. We, we like have a family server. Each other's bar and mitzvahs. Are there only three Corman children? Yes. Yes. But it's a family server. There's all no, our home movies are on it, so we can children? just watch them at And we screenshot time. each other's embarrassing, mitzvahs. Embarrassing stuff from them. And then send it to each other. Like when Naomi Wall's hair caught on fire. parents, I feel, did a good number. Did a good job. Our parents are pretty amazing. We love our parents a lot. We're very, we're very, we, we, the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn dad and the the Cuban Jewish mom. mom. But they told us growing up, they did say to us, they used to, we, you know, we got yelled at exactly the Judith Light thing you're talking about. But the exception we always had is if we were teaming up together. So they're like, they're like, you can do whatever you want, but the only crime you cannot commit is to go against your siblings. Like you all Mm -hmm. must stick together. They're like, we will be dead one day and you three will be the only people you like, have. Literally the only lesson I remember from childhood is my mother saying, you only have your siblings. One day I'll be dead and you only have each other. It really uh, impacts you. I had almost the opposite childhood because, <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, my parents are unreal and my brothers are hilarious. And everything was fine. There wasn't drama, but it was opposite in that my brothers were very athletic. And I was very theatrical and we weren't really encouraged. And my mom really regrets it. It's actually really kind of sad. It breaks her heart now that we're grown ups. And my brothers and I are, are friends. So we're close, but um, we didn't have that as kids. I didn't go to their sports games. She would like sooner drop me off at a friend's house because she was like, what does Jackie need to sit and watch this ice hockey game in the freezing cold and be uncomfortable? She's seven. What she needed to sit here for so she was always sort of doing the very Jewish mother thing of like letting me be elsewhere. And then when I would do plays, my brothers don't want to come and sit through my, but now she looks back and is like, no, those are your brothers and your sisters. You go and you watch their play. You go and you sit at the ice hockey game and then you're just very cold. And then afterwards Thank it looks like all together. I've been to a lot hockey. of ballet. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, all sports gave me a lot of anxiety, but I did go to a lot of ballet recitals. You performed in quite a few. Yes. <laughs> and no, my sisters though my sisters are amazing they always supported me like i i played music in college and they came all the time to the shows and like i mean my sisters are like i will the- not forget can i just say i will never forget because arcade fire went to our university they went to mcgill mm-hmm. and so when they when you know they were just starting out they like play like local shows at like bards in montreal where we grew up and I will never forget like my like little group at school. We're like, oh yeah, we're like all gonna go to Arcade Fire tonight. Like they're like this amazing new band. And I was like, oh guys, like my brother's band is playing tonight. I can't go. <laughs> and they were like, oh, and I'm like, and actually it's a kind of rude that you're not coming to see my brother play at like a dive bar and you're going to like some random band no one knows. And they're like, well, we think they're gonna be big because they're amazing. And I was like, well, my brother's gonna be big. So fuck you. And like, <laughs> I went all by myself to Shy Show and everybody else went to see like Arcade Fire at a small club. <laughs> that is before they That's up. love. I, yeah. 
That's love. In, in seriousness, and the, like the, my sisters are my best friends. I'm really lucky to be an older brother with these two. And um, we're really lucky that you're now part of the family. So mm -hmm. um, I'm going to- The gonna... third best <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the um, and uh, I'm going to quickly do the closing stuff, which is that you can follow us on at Friday Night Movie at FridayNightMoviePod.com. Uh, we our family supports the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, the Equal Justice Initiative, and the Asian American Journalists Association. Uh, the theme music, which kicks in at, in post production, because I still haven't figured out how to make it work in Zoom, is by What Does It Eat? And we thank so much our amazing guest Jackie Tone for being here. Thank, thank you, you so much. Follow me on thank Instagram you. at Jackie Tone T O H N. Thank you so much. Jackie. Thank you, Jackie.